Go to page two. Go down to the exercise. You can read that top part on your own later. It's pretty, it's pretty informative. Um, I want you to underline the controlling idea in this number one only. And list, let's say you're going to write about this. Here's the topic sentence. Homeowners should eliminate fire hazards from their home. Forget the word should. And just underline eliminate fire hazards from their homes. Let's say that's your topic sentence. Now, I don't want you to write a paragraph here. Write, jot down some thoughts, a couple of words, about how you would build that paragraph out. Go ahead. Could, could I put in one of these, uh, install fire alarms as an idea? Could I write install fire alarms? Why not? It doesn't eliminate the fire hazards. That's how straightforward your topic sentence is and how narrow it is. That's a good, that's a good detail for a following paragraph. Give me some ideas. What'd you write down? Do what? That might be a little bit akin to install fire alarms. How about repair frayed wires? Well, you need to have an inspection in order to see whether or not you need frayed Yeah. Okay. Okay. So you're close. Anybody else? What else did you put down? What was your idea? Yeah, explain what is uh, what is. Um, so explain um, what is fire hazard. Give some examples and give the consequences. Okay, you're not the topic sentence doesn't say explain what fire hazards are. It says how to eliminate them. Right. So you're kind of going off. That might be a preceding paragraph. You're going to talk about what fire hazards are. I think most people know what fire hazards are. What's another idea? What did you come up with? Um, I had uh, included statistics about like, how much uh, damage is done, how many lives are lost due to fire hazards. OK, this is a simple paragraph. This isn't a paper. So that would be good as part of a paper. But to develop this paragraph, that would be way beyond the scope of that topic sentence. Anybody else? Yes. Hold on. Okay, I, I said don't just forget about the word should in this sentence. Sorry, anybody else? Like keep uh, fire supplies or you know um, away from kids. Keep, keep matches away from children. Yeah. Somebody answered once, get rid of children. <laughs> yeah, keep flammable things away from children. What's one more? Anybody else? Hold on. Maybe uh, like to put a container to collect the melt uh, candles. Okay. Or all right. Or blow out candles before you go to bed. Something like that. Don't smoke in bed. All those kinds of things you would use to develop this paragraph. You're in charge of developing the paragraph. You're in charge of how clear your topic sentence is. When you write clear topic sentences, it's easier to write the paragraph. It's easier to develop a paragraph. And there's some examples above here uh, at the top. <clears throat> a 
Look at this one, unacceptable. Let's say your topic sentence is, there are two routes north to Vancouver. That doesn't give you any direction. How about this, revised. The routes north to Vancouver offer two different kinds of scenery. Folks, you're in charge of this. You're in charge of your writing. It's not a grammar book. It's not an English comp book. You are in charge of making your topic sentence a clear instruction for yourself and for your readers. Let's take a quick look at these transitions on page five. There are many, many transitions. Um, it says many words can be used to indicate the path followed by a writer's thought. They are called direction signals. They don't represent an action or a thing, nor do any of them describe an action or a thing. Rather, they point out to the reader the logical connections between the ideas. They reveal the relationships between the writer's thoughts. Of course, by concentrating hard, a reader can figure out the relationships, but I want you to underline this next session, section. But a good writer, underline this, but a good writer does not impose such a burden upon a reader. So here are some of them. You could have five pages of these. If then, however, therefore, let's read the following three paragraphs. And I want you to underline, let's do the first two paragraphs in the interest of time. Underline those words or sentences that serve as transitions. All right, let's stop there. Uh, anybody want to volunteer to read what they found in the first paragraph? Any volunteers? Hold on, stand up. Here she is. Yeah, thank you. Uh, therefore, the, first, the second sentence, for one thing as part, for another, however, and finally, but. Good work. What? You missed one. What did he miss? He got for another, didn't you? Yeah, I get He got for another. There's one big one he missed. He got the however. I think he got all those. What he didn't get was the entire last sentence. But that is surely not the case when dealing with a textbook. Again, that serves as a transition for the reader to the next paragraph. Thank you very much. Nice job. How about second paragraph? Any volunteers for second paragraph? The first line first, then Binder, second, therefore, third, in short. Okay, did he miss any? Because? What else? How about either or in that? It says, use a pencil or pen at all times, either to underline or, right? Either or is a transition. Remember, transitions can occur where? Anybody? Between sentences? Within sentences? And as an entire sentence at the end of a paragraph. Yes? I wish we had more time to spend on that. But I think that I'm going to just summarize that by saying, you need to use transitions to help your reader follow you along with your thoughts. 
Now, don't stick transitions in there when they, where they don't fit. Don't say, for example, if you're not going to give an example. Use transitional words, phrases, and sentences. Use consistent order. Notice that in this, this topic sentence says what? In response to a foreign macromolecule, five different immunoglobulins can be synthesized. And the writer lists them, right? That's the topic sentence, right? You better talk about those in the order you presented them in the topic sentence. So the writer starts with LGG, which he said or she said was first in the list. And he goes logically through this list. So he presents them in this order. So your sentences should be in that same order. He talks about LGG first, LGM second, LGA third. You need to do that. Because that's what your topic sentence said you were going to do. It's the king and queen of your paragraph. 